It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros continue their homestand with the first of two against the Colorado Rockies. Astros sweeping the Seattle Mariners over the weekend, culminating in a 3-2 win yesterday. Kyle Tucker with the walk-off home run in the ninth inning to win it. Martin Maldonado, two hits, drove in a run as the Astros have won four in a row and five of their last six. They're taking on a Rockies team that ended their three-game skid yesterday with a 10-6 win over the Texas Rangers in Colorado. Astros are 11-10 on the year. They're second in the AL West, four and a half games behind Oakland, while the Rockies have a record of 13-8. That puts them second in the National League West, two games behind the Dodgers. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It'll be Brandon Belak on the mound for the Astros today. This will be quite the test for Belak, his third big league start against a really good Rockies lineup. Yeah, and now everybody's starting to get a little film on him, and everybody's starting to talk about, hey, this kid has a really good changeup, so they may start to sit on certain pitches, and now is when you start to have to adjust, and we see that with position players, relief pitchers, starting pitchers, of course, as the other team accumulates uh, a little intel. So that it's going to be up to him. It's going to be up to the catchers to mix things up and not fall into patterns. But I'll tell you, he's got five pitches. So if you're thinking about mixing things up, that, that's a huge repertoire to do it. And uh, it looks like he can throw strikes with all of them. Meanwhile, it's Kyle Freeland, left-hander on the mound for the Rockies today. He was brilliant in 2018, took a step back last year, at one point getting sent down to AAA, but it seems like he's figured some things out this year and off to a great start. Well, to, to say he took a step back is to put it very mildly. <laughs> you know, maybe a lot of pressure because he's a Denver kid. He's a local kid, probably puts a little bit more pressure on himself to succeed for his hometown team. But uh, fourth in Cy Young Award voting uh, two years ago, and then to have that happen to him and go all the way down to the minors and try to figure things out. Uh, it looks like that extra layoff time was able to help him. He worked on some mechanical things. I don't know if you remember this, but he used to look like a flamingo, the way he would hesitate in the top of his delivery. But now he's, he's smoothed everything out, and he's throwing a lot more change-ups now, so we'll watch out for that. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Rockies got off to a tremendous start to their season, but uh, have struggled a little bit of late. But this is a team that certainly can put runs on the board. And it seems like with the Rockies, it comes down to whether or not they can get quality starting pitching because their bullpen has had some success this year as well. Yeah, that's kind of been the knock on the Rockies team throughout their franchise history, really, is yeah. to try to be consistent. And 
a lot of it, not, not only is, uh, you know, playing in Denver, it's always going to be different because of the altitude, but it's just the having a change from there to, to go on the road and uh, you see somebody's two-seamer, uh, you know, just drop more drastically uh, in thicker air and things like that. So they're always having to adjust. And I think that messes with guys, especially mentally. So uh, for them to be a little inconsistent doesn't surprise me at all. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker, and a little later we'll hear from Astros infielder Jack Mayfield. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Pitch on the way. And Tucker hits it high in the air to right field. It sends back Moore at the wall looking up. See you later! See you later! Kyle Tucker with a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth. And the Astros beat the Mariners 3-2. Well, you're talking about selling out for a fastball. That's what Tucker did, middle in, and he pulled it high and far to right field, and the Astros sweep the Mariners. Tucker's second home run of the year leads to the Astros' first walk-off victory of 2020. Well, Dusty had to feel good to to get your first walk-off win and, and first sweep of the season yesterday, sweeping the three-game series from the Seattle Mariners to get back over 500. Yeah, I mean, that was a great feeling because it's been a struggle to get back there. And so now we want to pad, uh, you know, our our lead over over the 500 record. You know, that's what you're trying to do now. Uh, you know, we're in a mini winning streak, and so we want to keep it going, especially through this homestand. Uh, you know, we got a tough Colorado Rockies in here. These guys can hit, and, uh, you know, we can hit too. So I think it's going to be a, you know, a heck of a series. And, um you know, I think we ran into some pretty good young pitching in in uh, <clears throat> in, in Seattle. You know, against mm-hmm. the Mariners. I mean, they they threw some pretty good young arms out there. But uh, you know, we we threw some pretty good young arms out there and older arms out there as well. So uh, you know, you feel good. You know about about things. Uh, we're feeling better about our bullpen, and uh, it's going to really be a test here. Uh, you know these. Uh, two games, and then we go to Colorado, you know, four games in a row against a high-powered offense. You know, Kyle Tucker with the walk-off home run yesterday, and it seems like with Kyle, we've definitely seen glimpses of, of the sort of player he can be and what he can become. Uh, it seems like with a lot of young players, it's it's about just being more consistent. Would you would you agree with that? Well, definitely. And it's about being, you know, making contact, putting the ball in play, and then uh, – staying off uh, marginal pitches, bad pitches up and down, uh, but also being being alert and ready, you know, in the strike zone. And, uh, you know, it takes a while because a lot of times, you know, the young players are playing against upperclassmen, uh, so to speak, and they're, and, they're, and they're tricking the guys. You know, they trick them and then they surprise them. Then they'll trick them again and then surprise them. So, you know, you got to be ready for the surprise and also recognize when they're trying to trick you. Lance McCullers Jr. giving up two runs over five and, and two-thirds innings. And, you know, it seemed like the sort of outing where, you know, he really really had to, to battle but but did what he could do to, to give you a chance to win. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, he didn't want to come out the game. But, you know, I, you know we have to really take care of, uh, of, uh, of Lance. 
you know, because he, he came in with 90, I think 93. Yesterday it was 98, I believe, and we thought that he had gone, um, you know, far enough. You know, he wanted some more, but I said, no, our bullpen was, was, was pretty rested. And, uh, you know, usually you don't replace, you know, a right-hander with a, you know, with a right-hander. But, but yesterday it was a situation where if we didn't replace the right-hander at that point in time, then, then uh, with the three batter rule, you'd had to face, um, <clears throat> you know, we'd had to face a left-hander, you know, very dangerous left-hander and Sager in their lineup. So we, we, we tried to, uh, mix and match it so, you know, we could be in a position if we needed a left-hander to, you know, to face Sager and the other left-handers in their lineup. And, you know, yesterday things worked and, uh, you know, we came away with the, with the one-run victory, which two days in a row feels good. Uh, so I'm hoping today that, you know, we get a little breathing room. Jordan Alvarez was a late scratch from the lineup yesterday with the right knee discomfort. Not in the lineup today. What's the, the latest on him? Well, it's, it's the same situation. I mean, you know, we're not sure. Uh, you know, he's being analyzed, uh, uh, you know, by the doctors today. And so, you know, we hope uh, – I think the MRI was, was negative yesterday. And so uh, we really don't know. Uh, you know, he didn't look real positive when I saw him in the training room. But, you know, perhaps he might be available, you know, to pinch hit. Uh, but we have to get the heads uh, – the powers of D, our heads together and, and come up with a determination, something prior to us going on the road trip. When Jose Altuve approached you before the game Saturday and asked to be moved down in the lineup, were, how surprised were you at the time, and, and what have you seen from him the last couple of days since he's been moved down? Well, I mean, it didn't surprise me that, you know, he'd be the person to, to do it, to try you know, as a consummate team, man. It, uh, it did surprise me as much as I, I, I don't think I can remember a player, uh, you know, telling me that, you know. Uh, uh, most of the time, guys are are fighting you to move down. You know that's how it's been most of the time, well, yeah. all the time. To tell you the truth, but uh, you know, uh, you know, he did look better the last couple of days. Seemed like it took a little pressure off him. He hit some, uh, he's hit some balls hard for hits, and he's also hit some balls hard, you know, for for outs. Like that ball he hit down on Sager yesterday. That ball was past him, and that was a great play by him. But uh, you know, hopefully, I can move him back up. You know, here pretty soon, it's, it's not going to be a, uh, you know, everyday thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he gets his confidence and also find some holes and so I can move him back up. Dusty Baker, thanks for joining us and good luck tonight. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. This episode of AstroCast is brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Carbock Brewing, crafted for serious fun. Jack Mayfield is my guest today right here on National Lunch. And uh, Jack, you just got recalled yesterday. I got to ask you, what's going on at Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi at the alternate site? What's a day like? Uh, a day's like, we get there about 10. Um, we'll either get a lift. There's, they kind of have a rotation. It'll be infield one day, outfield the next day. Okay. Um, but we'll do that. And then we'll go to the cage for about 15 to 30 minutes. We have like a little range in there. And then take some ground balls, and then we have a little break, and then we'll have a, a interest squad, which is, uh, you know, my favorite part. Of course, that's everyone's favorite part because it's so uh, game-like. Right. Uh, Get to compete. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what we all want to do. Uh, we, we've usually been going to close to around five innings every day, and you know, it's pretty cool because all these guys are getting, you know, so many at bats, and that's what I like the most was uh, I got to get the the game speed going again down there, and so you know, I think that really helped me a lot. 
five inning game, how many ABs you're going to get in, the, in those? Two max. <laughs> so that's tough, yeah. right? Yeah, that's it. But I mean, it's better than uh, you know just BP. That doing even two at bats a day of, of game speed is is a big difference. So right. I I enjoyed it while I was there and got a lot of work. You guys spread out in two different clubhouses using the visitors too. Uh, no, as of right now, they had most of the pitchers on the visitor side and then all the position players and a few pitchers, uh, on the home side. So that, that was the way they kind of split us up. Okay. And you're, you're away from your family now, aren't you? Now I am. Yes. Uh, they actually went to visit me. It was my wife's birthday two days ago, the 15th. So, uh, they went to visit me and, you know, the best part was getting to see Jackson again. I hadn't seen him in a month and a half and. Uh, I mean, time went by. Time went by so fast, but then whenever I saw him again, it seemed like I hadn't seen him in forever. So that, that was uh, the best part is they got to go visit me. But yes, yeah. uh, now they they went back home to Del Rio. Okay, so what what are most guys doing uh, away from the ballpark? Are they just going back to wherever they stay, or they got time to to maybe go fish or golf or something like that? I mean, yeah, there is time, but they recommend not doing much because okay. you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, risk jeopardize your opportunity yeah you don't want to jeopardize the team or the staff or anything you don't want to be that guy that kind of yeah. has the chance of bringing it in so it's definitely i mean they don't say don't do anything but it's better to you know keep it yes. safe is it so, uh is it yeah, well, testing going well so far for everybody yeah yeah testing has been good every other day we get the results uh the next midnight and uh it's been good. Haven't been it hasn't been any positives or anything like that. So I think the system we got going right now has been really good. All right. So I've been listening to these podcasts and I heard one. And I listened to the whole thing about uh, Juarez. You know what's you know a border town, and you live kind of in a in a border town in Del Rio. Tell me what that's like uh, living on the border of Mexico in Del Rio, Texas. So the the city right there on the border is Acuna. Yeah. And it's in the state of Coahuila. And uh, I actually have quite a bit of family over there. My mom, uh, really? she wasn't born there. My mom was born in San Lorenzo. But uh, we have all her some cousins, her cousins, her sisters, uh, a brother that live right there in Acuna. So whenever I was younger in high school, we would go visit a lot more. But I honestly haven't gone in, you know, a couple of years. And so, I mean, just because – I don't know, a bunch of different things, but uh, it, sure. it's it's definitely a lot safer than, you know, like you said, you saw a documentary and it kind of makes you wonder. This this uh, city is a lot safer, than I would say, right. than, than a bunch of other ones. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a little different. Rio is known for, a, for an Air Force base too, right? Correct, Laughlin Air Force Base. And uh -huh. a lot of, lot of uh, guys from the Air Force there. I mean, is it, you notice it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so my wife's, dad owns a steakhouse and that's kind of where you'll see a bunch of uh the different community come in you'll see the air force you'll see you know a bunch of fishermen a bunch of uh hunters and so that's kind of where you see the diversity come through del rio and it's pretty neat to see like amistad is that the, the big bass fishing lake that's the lake yeah amistad lake so you know while you know, i was home fishing? during the quarantine we got to go and check out the lake quite a bit because i haven't been home in a summer in yeah. i don't know since since college and so I, I kind of enjoyed that time with, with the family getting out on the lake. Who did you say owns the uh, steakhouse? My wife's dad, Polo Del Rio. It's not so there. It's, 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 a, it's pretty crazy because their last name is Del Rio, and we no live there in Del Rio. Yeah. That's so. crazy. So I went to TripAdvisor and looked up Del Rio, and I see uh -huh. like the number one steakhouse. There is Cripple Creek 
Steakhouse and Saloon. Have you been there? That's it. That's his steakhouse. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. That's Mes- amazing. Mesquite grilled steaks. It's they're the best. Wow. Well, yeah. it had a lot of good reviews. And, and Dee Bagoa from Ciudad Acuna uh-huh. said that the uh, what was it? The armadillo appetizers were a big armadillo legs. Yeah, so those are those are basically just uh, jalapeno wrapped uh, <laughs> bacon wrapped jalapenos with some cream cheese in there and chipotle sprinkled on top. You just gave away the, the family secret. Yeah, yeah, hey, I'm just I'm just advertising for the family, you know. So everyone okay. when they go down there, they can uh, try it out. Absolutely. All right, that's that's Jack Mayfield. It's always great to see you, man. Uh, one of my sure. biggest thrills the last few years. I know I've told you is uh, your first major league hit because I know how much you've grinded being a, a non-drafted free agent so great to have you back uh last question i have for you uh and i think everybody wants to know jack be nimble no not really more like flexible astros infielder abraham toro any thoughts on your adjustments to, to second base and if you're becoming more comfortable there as as uh as uh you get a chance to play and you just get a chance to take infield yeah i've been taking um uh, a lot of infield second base third, i mean everywhere in the infield but Second base for me, it's about a arm slot, trying to be a little more, you know, different than in third base. I'm a little more overhand, and second, I'm a little bit more like on the side, and that's kind of like what I've been working on. Sam, what are you seeing from the from the team in this four game winning streak? Oh, I mean, we've we've made a, a lot of adjustments um, at the plate. I feel like uh, the last couple of games have been more a uh, uh, better approach. We guys score position, also not chasing as much. And, um, you know, our pitching is doing great lately. So I think uh, that's put us in the best position to, to win ballgames. Hey, Abraham, did you feel a little more comfortable with the right-handed swing coming out of summer camp at the beginning? Yeah, so last year, you know, I really struggled righty. And so that's something I work a lot. And then this year, you know, I feel more comfortable. And my left swing is, it doesn't feel as great. So, you know, now it's, it's about finding that balance to, to be good uh, both sides of the plate. And finally, relief pitcher Josh James. Josh Dusty was discussing the uh, need to, to uh, of pitchers to, to, to pace themselves, and sometimes pacing is different for the for the bullpen and for starters. Do you feel yourself working at a different pace coming out of the bullpen? Um, yeah, uh, it kind of feels natural, uh, just because I was in the role last year, so it kind of just felt like business as usual. But um, there's definitely a different pace. A little more sense of urgency when you come out of the pen. Um, so I'm just, I'm still, I'm getting, I'm, I'm trying to get used to it again, and I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. So, Josh, when you were first, um, when you first changed roles, you had talked about wanting to maybe work on your off-speed stuff. You, you felt like you weren't challenging hitters enough. Right. You felt any different in these past couple of outings, and and is it kind of easier maybe to do those things when you're working out of the pen? Um, yeah, I feel like I've, I'm doing a better job of, uh, attacking hitters, throwing stuff in the zone, uh, off speed for strikes, um, has been probably the biggest, um, my biggest downfall this, this little stretch of the season. Um, uh, my last outing, I was four for seven with sliders in zone. So, um, that was probably the biggest reason for success. My command has been, uh, I mean, not as great, but not bad either. Uh, so I feel like I'm making some steps in the right direction. Uh, that that zero yesterday was big. 
for for me confidence wise and uh just to and to start fresh and, and get on a, on a new role so um i'm excited and and um you know i think we've been doing a pretty good job so as someone who has experience out there in the pen and, and so many guys that don't, um, I mean, do you feel a little bit out of responsibility uh, when you're in that group to, to be a stabilizer? Um, no, I don't feel any added pressure uh, or, or anything. Uh, just a, it's just about looking out for the, looking out for everybody else. And I know, you know, there's a lot of young, young guys and I'm um, still young myself, but um, I've been around, uh, I've been fortunate to be around guys that, who were established uh, veteran relievers such as Tony Sipp and Will Harris. And I saw the way they went about their business and I, you know, I made some mistakes in the pen and, you know, they corrected me. So um, if I can, you know, give any of the young guys any, um, you know, feedback or if they have any questions, you know, I, they're always free to ask me and they do. And, um, but as a, as a role going out for the team, not really any added pressure. Um, a lot of the same similar roles as last year, maybe a couple um, bigger spots um, this year, but um, no, I don't feel any added pressure. Things seem yeah. to have settled down out there too, um, just yeah. overall with the bullpen. I'm sure um, just understanding sort of what a strange year this has been in a strange season, I'm sure that for you, that's probably been kind of nice to see uh, that things seem to be stable. Absolutely. Um, the starters have been doing an excellent job. Um, of going deep into games and everybody in the bullpen has been stepping up and, and, and doing really well. Um, I think it's about, you know, it's, 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 it's a matter of time before everything's really starts to click and, 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 and we get on a, we get on a hot streak. We're already, you know, we've won three in a row. So it's just about um, just keeping it rolling. I, I think our team chemistry is still there. We have a lot of this returning guys. Um, I mean, bullpen's, bullpen's fresh, fresh face, and rotation kind of fresh face, but we're all starting to put it together, and, um, and I think we're going to go on a little little run here. Josh, what adjustments did you make to your off-speed pitches? Uh, I wouldn't say there was any adjustment, just, just trusting it. Um, just, you know, knowing that my stuff is good and, 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 and know that it's good in, in the zone. Um, and just throwing it and, and, and trusting in it is probably the the only thing that I that I changed mindset wise. Um, deliveries, I'm, I mean, deliveries feels fine and uh, still, you know, making some adjustments, but it's just trusting in my off speed and trusting my stuff in the zone. Josh, uh, as a starter, I know that you use like a four different type of pitches. Yes. In the bullpen, do you need to have all of them, or you narrow it down to two or three? No, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use them all, um, uh, just because I have higher higher hopes for next year. I don't want to lose feel for any of my pitches. I I, I still want to start try to be a starter again, um, so uh, I want to keep the feel for all four pitches. Yeah. Now, uh, um, you know, the reason I, I was asking you that is because you know some pitchers sometimes it takes about maybe one inning to get the rhythm going and things like that. But when you're in the pen and you in the pen, you, you can, you know, you got to right. go out and get, get hitters out. So, 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 and most of the relievers, uh, they narrow it down to a couple of pitches because uh, they know that they don't have the time to, for the, to, 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 to get the rhythm going to use uh, the four pitches. 
Right. I uh, I trust and believe in all four pitches that I have. Um, I don't. I don't think I need to narrow it down. Um, I think it's gonna get, uh, having four will give me a uh, give me a, a little bit of an advantage because um, it's gonna be hard to cover all four. Um, so I don't feel like I need to to uh, you know get rid of one just for short term success when I have a greater long term long term goal. Josh, this may be a little bit away from from the baseball field, but um, how is your daughter doing? Everybody's doing great, man. Um, both my kids are doing great. Uh, had a, my son had his first swim lesson today. I uh, missed it, but I you know I was there on on Facetime, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, but my daughter's doing great. She's she's getting big. Uh, she's you know doing a lot of stomach time and tummy time and stuff like that. So. No complaints here. Josh, how old is your son who took the swim lesson? Uh, he's about to be – he's going to be two in November. So he's what, like, what were you able to see on FaceTime? Uh, just kind of watched uh, – they, they put on floaties and just tried to get him uh, accustomed to the being in the water and kicking his feet and uh, learning how to, like, uh, if he falls into the pool, how to come up and how to float. How cool is that to watch that on FaceTime? Uh, it was really cool. Uh, I wish I could have been there in person, uh, but uh, it was cool watching through FaceTime. You know, I could I could kind of not look at certain parts when I when I was when things were happening. So, uh, but uh, it was really cool. And the reason why the reason why that I asked you that, Josh, was because during this time, you know, with, with this global pandemic, I know that it's hard. You had to leave your, your child right before coming back to summer camp 2020. And so I was just asking you how hard that is to have to leave your brand new baby girl to come back to work. It was um, it's challenging. It's, it's definitely hard, um, especially struggling a little bit to start. Um, you know, you, I, I come home to an empty house and. And most of the time I call, they're sleeping. Um, so, yeah, it's been tough. It's been an adjustment. But they understand that um, I'm doing this for their futures, you know. And, you know, so I there's sacrifices that have to be made. And there's always in life the sacrifices that, that have to be made. And, um, you know, uh, this is one of them. And uh, I have full support. So, uh, you know, I'm just – trying to trying to trying to rebound and and make the most you know make the most of the season and uh and uh i'll you know get to spend time with them when it when it's over and i'll have plenty of time so all right josh thank you absolutely thank you astrocast is brought to you by carbock brewing the official podcast of the houston astros carbock brewing crafted for serious fun Say hello.